Welcome to Thor's Hammer, a roundtable discussion on the Minnesota Vikings by Viking fans from around the country. Each week we gather and discuss and hammer out everything about the Minnesota Vikings. What we saw the previous week, what we see in store for the upcoming matchup, and a few surprises along the way. Join us each week as we launch on a new adventure. It's here. It's Thor's Hammer. everyone thank you for joining us on Thor's Hammer we are at our home away from home the mermaid as we will not go to Detroit because we are smart so I'm sitting here with Papa Scott how you doing buddy I'm doing excellent yeah I didn't want to step in Detroit yeah hell no <laughs> um, I guess the first picture is on you for my episode yeah. special yeah a picture uh, of I, syrup right absolutely <laughs> nice pancakes picture of Surly, I guess right? yeah yeah yeah, my my uh, my faith in Case Keenum has died. <laughs> the reason why he went undrafted. <laughs> I I still love the guy though. You know, it was hot out last year. I'll always be thankful for last year. Yeah, you bet. He's a good egg. And our new guy again. We got Mr. Drew Fansky. How you doing, Drew? Hey, how's it going, guys? Doing well. Yeah. yeah. Good week. Back to back uh, upset picks for Drew Fansky. Look at that. That's pretty awesome. I think I'm going to quit picking. I'll just I'll go with yours. <laughs> oh, good. Then you can buy the rounds. Thor's Thor's Hammer's new cash cow. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Our sugar daddy. <laughs> I kept the Wolverines, and that's the only part of Michigan. All right, you guys ready to break down the game against? <laughs> yeah, let's let's break it down. Break it down. Well, exciting week happened this past Sunday as former offensive coordinator Dee Filippo was fired, and Kevin Stefanski stepped in, and. Nobody knew what to expect, well, other than us, we knew you know, how the game plan was going to go. And we all said they're going to score 50 points, but we were close. They got 41. Yeah. We even broke down how they were going to do it. Run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Screen pass, screen pass, bubble screen for wide receivers. Guess what the Vikings did on offense? Ran the ball. Yeah, <laughs> screen pass, bubble screen for wide receivers. Yeah, 40, 40 times for 220 yards. Yeah. Fantastic. I'll take it. The game of the year. Three touchdowns on the first three drives. I didn't know what I was looking at. Yeah, that was some good stuff. Man. It could have been four, but Rudolph misses block. Yeah. He went the other way. Yeah, well, that was four <laughs> touchdowns, wasn't it? <laughs> Over, but you can't always have a result. Right. Well, 
yeah, they really gave Miami uh, life there. And uh, otherwise, I think it would have been a, a, a route like I had predicted, 38 to seven. But uh, that gave us some life and, and spark into the second half. Really was the defensive game of the year for the Vikings when they turned it on in the second half. But if you take those two big plays away for the fans, that that is a boat race. You ran them into the ground. They only had two really good points. Yeah, 75 yard run by Bowage and the pick six. That was it. That was their whole offense. <laughs> and yeah. The one was defense. That's how we roll. Well, one took one one offense coordinator to figure out one week, the other one took you know, 13 weeks ago, huh? The move was Look. made, and we're on our way. Still a little sketchy in the middle of the game, second quarter, but as Viking fans, I might take it. These last two weeks have been brutal. Yeah, well, I had mentioned that I didn't think we were going to get much of an indication out of this game just because of the opponent, but it's certainly, uh, certainly optimism reigns supreme, uh, like I'd said on the show description, I, I, I think, last week, that uh, this could be a spark of a good little run here, I hope. Be nice. Well... Miami was seven and six going into the game, and just came off a big win against the Patriots. Yeah. So they're not a bad team. They just don't play well on the road, indoors, on turf. Well, with Viking fans, it's Last week I was hearing, you can't beat a winning team. You can't beat a team with a winning record. So we go out and beat a team with a winning record. No, no, it's, it's only Miami. They're only Dolphins, so you can't win. Why yeah, do you no. say people is, you know? Viking fans want to win 60 to 2 every week. Yeah. And they don't, you know, it's just, we won the game. I mean, what else are they supposed to do at this juncture? That's all that matters. But I can understand the gloom. I've been watching 50 years. Myself, but, um, it seemed better than what I had been seeing. Yeah, certainly. Well, some of the, the stats from the game we had Delman Cook, 136 yards on 19 carries and two touchdowns. Murray had 68 on 15 carries and touchdowns, so three touchdowns by rushing the ball. Who would have thought of that? That's awesome. You know, Cousins didn't have a bad game either. You know, 14 to 21, it's only about 67%. 215, two touchdowns, and a pick six. So it's not too bad. No. Defense, yes. we had nine sacks. Yeah, only outdone this year against Detroit when we got 10. And I think Stafford's still sore from that game. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure he's not uh, too happy uh, today uh, thinking about this game. Probably got nine last week. Are going to play me again? Oh. Let's, uh, let's uh, raise, raise a toast. Raise a toast to... I'm, I, I want to uh, raise a toast to Marcus Sherrill's. What a game. What a game by him. 75-yard... It was a 70 or 75-yard return. Just about, just about busted that one. <laughs> Man. I've been waiting. That, was huge, that was a huge momentum changer. The momentum was swirling right down the toilet when he did that. Yeah, he had a he had a couple of good returns uh, in the game too. Not not just that big one, but he had a he had a couple of nice returns. So did you did you know he was within five yards of the Minnesota Vikings punt return yardage? I did not know that. One hundred and twenty-one is the record. Oh, for total return yards, not just one. Yes. No total return yards. Five yards. He did, he did really well. I thought he was going to get a five. He was 
came within five yards. I don't know. I would say probably Darren Nelson, David Palmer. Could be. Who else back then? Uh, Bobby Ishmael. Who cares? <laughs> That's a punt return. But yeah. Hey. We also had a Anthony Barr sighting. Yes, that was that was maybe my second toast. Anthony Barr. Man, finally, finally a good, great game from him. Yeah. The team in tackles with seven, five solo, two sacks. I mean, he's gonna play like this every game. Great. Many games this year he's been invisible. And I keep hearing, oh, that's because he's a spy on the quarterback. He's doing what he's supposed to be doing, blah, blah, blah. End of the day, results are what matter to me. Yeah. You know? You're a linebacker, your job is to attack the ball. And whoever has the ball, tackle them. How did he make the Pro Bowl? I saw he got named yesterday. That's kind of amazing. Uh, yeah. I must have paid somebody. Based off that one game? It could be. <laughs> I think his agent said, hey, you know what? My guy's going to be a free agent at the end of the year. He'll make a lot more money. But if you make him a Pro Bowl, he'll make even more. And I'll give you guys a cut. I mean, he's not horrible, but Pro Bowl? I mean, this goes to show the Pro Bowl is a joke. Is he going to be back next year, Barr? I think it depends on the next uh, four games. <laughs> I was on the NFC Championship. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's going to be what he's asking for is, is the key factor. If he's asking for a 15, yeah, see you later. Yeah, that's, 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 that's above our pay grade. Try to figure yeah. that one out. Hey, well, we can't get $15. Yeah. <laughs> Between three of us. Yeah. Now, another nice thing to see out of this game was the offensive line yeah. In, yeah. in a positive way. I mean, we talk about the offensive line all the time, but, man, they were moving. They were moving and, and athletic, and, and they looked like they were enjoying what they were doing out there. I'm sure they're happy to run the ball 40, 40 times. It, it, it's much easier to block running than it is to pass. Uh, you know, you, you do pushing and you do the moving left and right and get upfield and help block. It's more fun than backpedaling with this 300-pound gorilla coming after you. Yeah. And Drew, Drew Fansky's uh, Compton had a, had a good game, too. <laughs> they, uh, they, they played, that was probably their best game of the year. I mean, the Vikings overall, they weren't chasing the score. When you're not chasing the score, your offensive line plays Well, I just think, like we discussed last week, after the game against Seattle, that Zimmer really wanted the Seattle offense because he already had the Seattle defense. Well, this past week, we had the Seattle offense as well and with the results. So I'm sure Zimmer was happy. Somewhere out there, a deep flip was going, damn, that's how you do it, huh? <laughs> so we, we had no big wide receivers because it was only 14 completions. But the guy who had the, the team in yardage was, was a shocker. Ty Conklin. Yeah. Two catches, 53 yards. One of them was pretty big, though. The sideline one when he got completely hammered. He got completely hammered. Isn't that what we're working on now? <laughs> yeah. 
No, he did. He uh, he got shook up on that on that play. Uh, wide open, wide open Held pass. Under. Yeah, he did. He popped up. Well, we got this game coming up where we head into Detroit, and we don't want to go there. Maybe the Vikings don't want to go there, but they have to go there and, and perform like they did this past Sunday. Otherwise, we have too many teams chasing us. We got the Skins, the Eagles, and technically still the Panthers. I think the Panthers are all washed up. We lost like six in a row now, Drew. They're done. They're done, and so are the Redskins. Who's the quarterback of the Redskins? Billy Kilmer. They're done too. Redskins won't win another game. Panthers. Panthers don't care. Their coach is ready to get fired. Cam Newton wants to go golfing and chase chicks. They're done. It's only the Eagles. We only we got to worry about. We should worry about them because they're a different team under four. Now, I missed their last game. Um, All we can do is we'll take care of what we got to do, and the Lions are a mess right now. So if we go, you know, if we go into Detroit and lose this game, we don't belong in the playoffs anyway. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, th this weekend is a big weekend as far as playoff uh, implications go. And there's there's a lot of good games to be watching, and uh, you know, things are kind of pointing towards the Vikings uh, in Vikings' favor as far as the playoffs go right now this week. This week, meow, meow. Yeah. this week, yes, but you know, the following week we play home to Chicago. Hopefully, Chicago has nothing to play for. Yeah. And who are they? Who are they chasing for that first round by? Is it is it Saints or is it the Rams? Rams. And the Rams got Arizona. No. So, with the Rams losing Sunday night, that inspires the Bears more to go after that second seed. They're actually set up better. So, uh, yep. we'll have to play it out and see if they're going to be resting guys or what happens in that situation. Yeah. Well, unless you're going to pick uh, Arizona to upset the Rams, uh, I don't. I don't see that happening. There's a better chance of building a spaceship out of paper and landing it on the surface of the sun than the Cardinals beating the Rams. That's easy if you go at night. <laughs> <laughs> I'll drink to that. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist that one. Right, that was really it was good. It was, it was well timed. Toss up throw to me. So, so what do you think? Fifth or sixth seed? Or was it too early to talk about that? Seattle plays Kansas City. If, if they drop that game, we've got a shot at that fifth seed. I think it's going to happen. I think it's going to yeah, happen. It's crazy to think of, too, because we lost to them, and then they blew it last week. So the fact that we can even play for that is cool. Yeah, oh, it certainly is. It sure would be well, nice to still be uh, buying for the division, but uh, that ship sailed. We can be as high as fifth or be out of the playoffs in two weeks. So, yeah. wow. 50-50. Control our own destiny, so it's up to us. You have to win. Season, yeah. So you go back to that one game. There's always that one game every year. This one was the Bills game. It just didn't show up. We've been saying all year in the back of our heads, I hope that game doesn't come back to fight. It's still fighting. I got you. It was early, though. That shouldn't, I mean, it shouldn't have that much of a factor. There were certainly some other games there you wish to have back. You're a 16-point favorite and you get beat by three touchdowns. That's, that's a problem. If you want a 16-point favorite, they're upset you're going to field goal. You got to less. You got outplayed that day. I think if anything, um, if you can go back and, and, uh, and fire Filippo before the Seattle game, <laughs> have, you know, I mean, because that would that would have been a much better win to have that. Yeah. 
or the Bears game. Or game one against San Francisco. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I'm not really sure how the, the structure works. I mean, I know Spillman, the general manager, Zim is only the head coach. Zim is the guy who's in charge of the players, but it's tough to be in charge of players that you don't have a say in, or even the coaches. When I heard he didn't even want DiFilippo, he wants his own style of offense to match his defense, which makes 100% sense to me. But, you know, we were all kind of excited to see DiFilippo come in here and say, hey, we're going to have an offense for once. And it didn't work out. So now I'm just going to sit back and be the fan and go, give Zimmer what he wants. Because if it worked last Sunday, that's, that's what he wants and it's successful, I'm okay with it. So who do you think made the call then on firing DiFilippo? Zimmer. He went to Spielman and, and Wilf and said, that's it. I don't want this guy anymore. I didn't want him in the first place. And they, they signed off on it. Hmm. Uh, you know what? I picture a water bottle flying up against the wall because I think he wanted Stefanski the whole offseason. I think Zimmer's just that, you know, I think when he sees Spielman now, he just wants to chase him and punch him in the team. <laughs> I think he, I think, you know what? I think he wanted Stefanski from the, from the onset and Spielman. Di Filippo sat down and blew some smoke and gave him this big what's it dancing pony show? How does the thing go? Yeah, I, I don't I don't think that's the case, Drew. I think they looked at that Philadelphia game and so look what they did to us. I want that. Yeah. Well, you think Zimmer was? I'm, I'm just saying. No, I don't think I don't I don't think Zimmer was the one. I think I think the guys sitting up in the booths were the ones that were saying, "Hey, look at that. We want that." Zimmer signed off on it, even though he didn't want to. And that's why I'm saying he's probably sitting there right now, going. Screw everybody. I'm doing this my way. I'm not listening to suit and ties anymore. I know what I need to do. So yeah. That's the attitude we need right now, though. We need to get crunch time and get serious. And if Zimmer's angry, I'd rather see him angry than just standing there looking defeated like he has in some game. Let's get this going. Yeah. I agree. Now he has his offense on the field longer. Therefore, his defense is off the field, getting rested and coming out and getting some big plays. I mean, granted, there's no turnovers last game, which is kind of shocking, but they had nine sacks. So field position was the way he wanted it the whole game, uh, which turns the offense in his favor. Again, no turnovers, but that's part of his defense. He will come. Right. Yeah, going with the clown, he wasn't an offensive coordinator. I'll, I'll agree with what the great Tony Bell said. He was in over his head. He was trying to figure it out as he went along. It was a good call by Zimmer. It's time we got a shot. We got a shot. It's still pulling this thing out. If we get it turned around, and he made the move, and he uh, whacked him. A, se a sense of urgency. Yeah, I, I'm all for it. You know, I thought I thought Dee Filippo might be good, but we all knew from the beginning he was one and done most likely. But he didn't make one. <laughs> Guys, we say we get another round of beers over here or drinks, whatever. Uh, we'll go to a commercial and come back and we'll break down the game this Lions. Yeah, we desperately need a new stiff, uh, new sponsor. All right, let's roll with the commercial. Men, when your wife is wide open and wants you to throw one deep to her, but you want to draw a play and barely hit the hole, or on those crazy nights when she calls for the end around and you can only hand off. Well, cheer up. The makers of Viagra can help. Just one purple pill, 20 minutes before kickoff, 
And not only do you score, but you will split the uprights on the extra point. So call now at 1-800-BIGHORN for your free sample. And remember, if your erection lasts more than four hours, call her sister. I mean, physician. What's up? <laughs> that never gets old. You know that? If it works, <laughs> roll with it. Right. Kind of like oh, Minnesota's oh. simplified offense and defense. Who would have thought? So we're sitting here with a fresh round of alcohol in front of us. Yes. I went back from a commercial like that. Yeah. <laughs> Look at around some of the women. No kidding. Uh, <laughs> Papa, let's talk about Valspar. Yeah, let's do it. What do you want to know? How far behind am I? <laughs> <laughs> I think you are, uh, I don't know, you're about, a, you're what, about 100 points uh, out of first place, which isn't, you know, too far. You can you can make that up with the uh, with the Jeopardy-style question that's coming up. Nice, nice. It's going to be next week on that. You got a question for us this week? This week's question, well, we, I think we, I, you, Drew nailed it. He was two for two. He nailed the uh, run up the middle. I think you both said run up the middle uh, on that question. So. Uh, you said false start, didn't he? <laughs> no, that's right. He did. I wouldn't let. I wouldn't let him uh, go with it. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's see. Let's go with. Uh, it's Compton letting me down right when I need him to screw up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm actually. Let's let's go with uh let's go with the I've actually got three questions. And it has to do with the, the, uh, the opponents that the Vikings are are facing as far as the playoffs go. So that would be uh, Philadelphia at Houston. Who wins that one? Which I, I would think that everybody would pick. Uh, well, I'll let you pick. Yeah, Drew. Ask me. Okay. Uh, Drew the Greek here. Um, Houston's not going to win this game. It's going to anger us because Houston isn't for real. Houston is not as good as what they're running. The Eagles will win. It's going to stress us out even more. The Eagles are going to win this probably 30. So what you're saying is Houston, we have problems? Yeah, they're not as good as the football team. As the record True, and they now have their offense on running the ball is down. We need Philly to lose, so you know it's not going to go our way. Yeah, but that, it won't matter if we, if we win, right? Well, we win. if we win, yeah. it's we almost clinch. Yeah, if we win, we're Actually, this game's in Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah, the Texans are going to Oh, well. But we control it. We're ahead of them. So if we just went out, we're in. And I don't think there's any chance that uh, Washington's going to beat Tennessee, so that's probably a mute question. So we'll just stick with that one question on that uh, on that Bell's part. All right, that was fun. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, kind of... I'm rooting for the Texans. I got my Texans hat on. I am going full Texans this week. I really do want them to win, so I don't want to seem like I'm not going for them. I'm called like it. All right. So let's get into the Lions game. Are we win? Uh, repeat. <laughs> repeat, uh, what, week eight, week nine, and repeat last week. The Lions have, okay, the Lions one foot out the door. They want to stay home and 
go go bar hopping and clubbing and go golfing. They don't want to play anymore. Their season's done. They're terrible on offense. They're 24th overall. They, they don't. Their offense just doesn't show up. We have the we have to keep the pedal to the metal defensively. We're going to win this game with defense. How many sacks do you think we had the staff of this game? Last time we got 10. 112. <laughs> I put the over-under at 5.5. Then I'm Alrighty. going five, just under. Just under five? Mark it, just down, write it down! Five it is. Well, got three and a half last time we played, and nine tackles. So, that was his big game. That was his, uh, uh, he got a touchdown that game, so that was his huge game. So I'm going, I'm going Hunter with another three. He finished the year six and a half sacks, which is fat Stafford. Yeah. All right, so let's raise our glasses to Daniel Hunter, who also made a Pro Bowl. Let's do it. Raise them up. Hey, That's you true. The he raise your glass. He deserves that. More than Bob does. Let's go. Mm. That's some good bourbon. Huh? Too much bourbon makes too much too fancy. Stop that. <laughs> I can't imagine that. Last time we played the Lions, so Cook had 90 yards, and then we stopped using them. It's a game we definitely got to win, guys. We're a better team. We're playing for something. They're not. They have a lot of injuries, and let's face it, they're the Lions in Detroit. Got to have it. Got, there's no excuse to lose this game. Do you think that Zimmery needs to remind these guys that? He better. To be honest, he better. This team has come out flat too many times this year to not have to be reminded. Yeah. We dominated them. Last time we played, they were 0 for 3 in the red zone. They only compiled. You know, here's a weird stat. I'll throw a weird stat at you guys and you can do uh, what you want with it. The Lions had 70 plays last time we played them. We only had 46. That's 24 more plays, but we outgained them by 80 yards. Yeah, that's because we were throwing the ball. They only had 200 yards. We had 283, and they had 24 more plays. That's 70 plays. So we held them to nine points. And we're clearly a better team now, I think, right now, than what the Lions, the Lions are not good. The only way they lose it is giving it away. And we've been known to give plays away. Like Bob says, we come out and standing around and let the Lions get a couple cheap scores. Yeah, I, I don't think we can get, we got to do what we did last week, get up by 21 points like we did with Miami. Unfortunately, we don't let him have any hope of, of coming back in this game. We just got to keep pushing the pushing the, the pedal down. And, uh, you know, heck, I'd even go more conservative when we're up by 21 instead of throwing the ball like we did. I mean, why take that chance? Absolutely. Yeah, Murray. Yeah, Cook, run the ball. Mm-hmm. Conk there and block. Yeah, David Morgan was a huge. That's another. That's another guy that was nice to see back there too. It's no coincidence that the running game got better with him back. I'd ring the bell right now and say, "Great, ring the great point bell." So we all think we're gonna win, and heavily. Yeah, last time we played, Cousins only threw two passes, but he completed eighteen. So that was a very efficient game for him. He just needs to protect the football. Everything points to us having a really, really, I mean, maybe even a victory where people can kind of take it. 
would be nice. That that brings up a Valspar question uh, for Valspar. How many how many points do the Vikings score this week? Total total points. What's the, what's the score? Thirty-four. Thirty-four. What about you, Drew? Just for the, the Vikings. Vikings score. I think the Vikings score thirty-four. So twenty-four. You said twenty-four, right? Thirty-four. Thirty-four and thirty. I'm optimistic this week. Wow. I'm gonna I'm gonna say they put up another forty. <laughs> I think yeah. I, I think they're making a statement. I say raise the bourbon to that shit. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and Love then some. As many back as they back can. <laughs> When's the last time we did that? Ninety-eight. I have no idea. Probably. Probably. No, I I think they do. I th- I think they need to make a statement to the rest of the league. We don't want anybody. They want everybody to take a look at what's going on in Minnesota, and they don't want to play in the playoffs. I wish we played like this all year long, though. Who knows where we would be, and well, people would be saying, "I don't want to go to Minnesota." Well, that's true. That would love to see that. But Believe it or not, it ain't gonna happen. Here's some trivia. Do you guys know who leads the NFL in sacks right now as a team? Mm, the Minnesota it was Vikings. It was. Ding 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 ding. Forty-seven sacks. Most sacks. Ever for a Zimmer team. A Zimmer coach team at 47. So we're going to be at 57. Right well, now. I think the last time we hit 50 is when Jared Allen had his 22 sacks. So we should have been shooting for that. We had exactly 50 that day. We had 22 and then we scrambled for the rest of the Yeah, we lead the NFL. So why not take leading the NFL right into Fat Stafford, which we've got 10 against him? So they get a hammer on him again. Yeah, I'd love to speaking see it. Of, speaking of Stafford, I don't know about you guys, but are you guys tired of all these announcers saying, you know, Cousins is overpaid, he doesn't deserve his paycheck, he's not this, he's not that, and you have Matt Stafford in the same friggin' division who makes as much. Isn't that unreal how they go about that? Yeah. Stafford never gets ripped. No, it's like the team sucks every year. Well, yeah, what just we can. Yes, sir. Just like every other Detroit quarterback, puts up some good numbers, looks flashy, but doesn't do anything. Eric Hipple all over again. Yeah. Jim Danielson. <laughs> Danielson. Calvin Pete. Rodney Pete. Rodney Pete. Rodney. Yeah, but, but I agree. They, you know, he never gets. He doesn't seem to get ripped as much as other guys. And he does the same thing every year. Underperformed. He doesn't make his team better. I don't know. I, I don't see it. I, I see lots of fumbles, unnecessary sacks, interceptions. I, just, I don't think he really is any good. Well, could and it be? Could it be because he plays for the Lions? That's why he gets so much leeway. Nobody expects anything out of the Lions anyway. Maybe that's it. Well, take a look at the stats this year. He's got just under 3,400 yards passing, 19 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. Cousins is almost at 4,000, 26 and 10. But Cousins is not performing. He's overpaid. Really? Yeah, I think that is a really good point. I don't know why that is. It is. Well, even Aaron Rodgers. You know, he, he makes even more. Look at his team. They're eliminated from the playoffs already. And 
the uh, numbers he has are very similar to Cousins. That's because he's gender neutral. That could be it. I mean, you got America's darling, you know, Green Bay Packers. Yeah. America, you know, so they're not going to pick on him, so you got to pick on somebody. You can't pick on Trubisky. It's only his second year, and team's in first place, one division. So let's pick on Cousins, who went left the, the, the Redskins to another team where he put up numbers that didn't win. Came to Minnesota, basically he's doing the same thing, but let's pick on him because it's him. He's the latest to get money, and he's making the sleep magic commercials, and everybody, you know, it's always easy to pick on the guy who gets all the money. Give me a look at Aaron Rodgers. The guy does more commercials than anybody, and he's so sickening. I'm so tired of seeing the guy's face and hearing his voice. Yeah. His own family hates him. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm ready to switch my insurance from State Farm to uh, <laughs> Farmers. <laughs> As soon as I saw that Diggs commercial, I'm like, yeah, you know what? I think I need to switch insurance. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's just like, I'm, I'm just tired of, of all the naysayers on what Cousins does. And people just buy into it. I mean, see all the social media. We should fire Kurt Cousins. You know, true fans don't even know his first name. And they want to talk. We should have kept Case. We should bring back Teddy. It's like, really? Come on. Yeah, but that's not, that's not to say that, that Kirk Cousins doesn't have his shortfalls that, that are kind of frustrating. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he fumbles too much, but we had that with Dante Culpepper, and, you know, people didn't say he was overpaid. That's because he had a horrible agent to play. You get that? Yeah, that was, was, was an agent. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I think I think the problem with, with Cousins is he hasn't built up enough Chris Carter points. When I talk Chris Carter points, I talk about Chris Carter from the fan base perspective, including mine. When Chris Carter dropped a pass, nobody said a word. Because he had done so many fantastic things, nobody wanted to rip on him. Yeah. And unfortunately from a fan base, that's how fan base that's how fans look at things. They look at things like that. Kirk Cousins has done more hasn't done enough really good things for people to let him off the hook yet. And I call it Chris Carter points, it's kind of a statement. It's kind of to show what what, where Cousins is at. I mean, he's made more mistakes than he has good plays, and until he does that, people are going to rip him every time he makes a mistake. You know what, Bob? You know who can shut up all the naysayers? Is Cousins going on a run and proving everybody wrong. He's the guy that can shut everybody up. The, the next two weeks and then getting into the playoffs and really making a stir. He can shut them all up by getting us to the Super Bowl. That's that's the only guy that can change it all. Makes sense. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't think it has to be reliant on him. I think it's got to be the whole team. Forget, forget this. Here's the one guy that's gonna, that's gonna save everything. I mean, we, I think we talked about that last week. That everybody's pointing towards this big money guy, and they're expecting him to, to win the games. When that's not what needs to happen. Everybody needs to step up, fill their gap, play their keys, do, do what they're designed to do, and, and collectively they're gonna win the damn game. It's not just one guy. So. No, I would, I would agree, and I didn't mean to point that in that yeah. direction. I would agree with you. Maybe I didn't word that correctly, but he just can't give the other team touchdowns on his mistakes. That's where he, no. that's where people, I mean, you can throw 20 for 27 with four touchdowns, and it's not going to be appreciated enough when you're fumbling and people are running back. 
Now when you're throwing pick sixes, people are gonna Yeah, well it's hard to it's hard to appreciate a guy's numbers when we are out of the game and, and we're throwing for first downs and throwing for touchdowns uh, when when it doesn't matter in that garbage time. And and that's a lot of his yards and a lot of his touchdowns come come from that. So there's what happened? we can point to that, but I I agree with collective. you. It has to be collective, Papa, because he's not going to carry the team by himself. No. He no. carried last week because we had a running game going. If you expect Kirk Cousins to go into Soldier Field in January in the cold and carry your team, you're looking at a you got to rub the genie lamp a little harder yeah. because it's not going to happen. Well, you gotta, this He's built to have a collective. It all has to come together. He has yeah. to have all the pieces around him working well. He's not going to carry your team. No. We, we, we've seen that for years with, with Adrian Peterson, and that's... That's a guy that could put the, the, the team on his back for a, for a small portion of time, uh, not every week in and out, but uh, it's it's not just one guy. I think we should know that by now. It's a great point. He only has 10 interceptions this year. It's not. Yeah, but like five, half of those went to the house. You can't have it. <laughs> I don't mind throwing a pick, but let's yeah. let the defense go out there. You can't give him seven points every time you have an interception. Can't, it can't happen putting your team in a bad spot. All right, so who are we going to be toasting to next week? The offensive line. In fact, I'm going to, I'm going to toast them right now. Offensive line. Pound the beef. Right, lots, of, lots of beef there. I got, I, got a, I got a spicy take for next week's game. Yeah? Biggs and Fila will both be over the century mark receiving. Toast that, maybe. Toast it. Really? Mm-hmm. I've already talked to them both. <laughs> Feeling hung up on me to talk to Diggs, but he said, "Put us down for that." How, how do you uh, how do you see that happening, though? Do you really think the game plan is going to be throwing the ball against the Lions, or is it just going to be pound the ball? I think pounding the ball is not going to be as successful as it was against Miami. Uh, I just I kind of feel like we're going to hit that we're going to hit that uh, pattern of. It's just gonna. We're gonna hit some passes, and it's gonna roll. The game is gonna unfold that way, and I just see big games from both wide receivers this week. Not to say Cook's gonna scrub it up, but I just see that's kind of how I see it unfolding. I think if I, I think if we see that happening, it's gonna be it's gonna be like two or three catches for some for some big yardage. Right. Right. That's yeah. That's the, yeah. Exactly. I don't mean it's not an eight, eight, nine, eight, seven uh, catches for a hundred. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't see him catching 20 passes between them, but yeah, more big plays. Yeah, and I could see that happening. I mean, the the, the Lions see what we did last week. No, we're going to run the ball, and, and you know, the key on that, and yeah, we throw over top and get a lot of yards that way. I think we're going to do more what we did this past weekend: run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, screen pass, bubble screen, Thielen and Diggs. They might be able to take one, you know, 60 yards, 70 yards to the house, but it's going to be mostly on yak. No, I don't see a deep pass. Too many of them, anyway. I mean, if it is deep, it's probably going to be to uh, Mr. Touchdown, Aldrick Robinson. Amir Abdullah. No, Aldrick Robinson. <laughs> I'll just catch yeah. that down. Yeah, that's true. There won't be a deep pass. I'm talking feeling on the slant, breaking it for forty. Those are the kind of big plays. Yeah. Same here. The little bubble screens. I, I like those. Oh, we do, but we don't have to. That's. You can get yourself in trouble that way. Zimmer doesn't want that. He, he likes the stay on the field guys. Give me eight yards. Give me 12 yards. I'll take a 20 here and there. Give me four. You know? Give my defense some, some rest so they can pin their ears back. 
Exactly. That's that's what he wants, and I think he finally got it last week. I think he's happy. I agree. I think that was our best game plan last week. I mean, it seemed like by the end of the game, I thought it was the most balanced. We were overall defense, offense, it was our best game. <clears throat> These drinks are going down way too smoothly. Let's get another round. Let's do it. All right. Waitress, waitress. Thank you. Don't worry, Drew keeps hands to himself this time. Yeah. <laughs> I hope. Yeah, yeah. All right, so. <laughs> Easy, Drew. Easy. You got us kicked out of this place. No, I wouldn't do that to you again. <laughs> I love this place. Women are made. Yeah. We like coming here. We like coming back here. This is a nice place the to be. Yeah, with the birds that week. That's true. Yeah, yeah. It's Seattle. Yeah. Yeah, Seattle. We don't go there again until next year. Yeah, we are back here. Got a horrible schedule. But anyway, so those are our, we're all saying the bike's going to win. Yep. I'm going I'm to go 34, 16. Drew, you said what, 30? 30 to 10. And they, get, they get a touchdown lay. You know what would be kind of cool? To see Abdullah run a kickoff back against the front team for a touchdown. <laughs> you stole it. Damn it. <laughs> Oh, I, I did? What? That's, that was my that was my toast for next week. That's all right. I think it's going to happen. He's actually Papa, pretty Papa, you picked 40. Yeah, I'm picking 42. 42 to 7. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys want to do some opposite specials again? Oh, let's let Drew, Drew Fransky do it. Yeah, we don't. I'm going to be stuck on my one. That's it. I have an opposite special. Tampa Bay over Dallas. That could happen. Where's that game at? Dallas. Seven points. Since I didn't do my research, I'm going to jump on. Yeah, I I think that's the sneaky pick right there. That is mine. Giants beat the Colts. Ooh, that that would be a... Nine and a half points in your favorite bite. Did you see the Cleveland? Cleveland's favored by seven points over Cincinnati. I said beginning of the year, the Browns are going to win seven games this year. People laughed at me. It's because of Peppers. Well, they laughed at me for other reasons too, but yeah. Hey, that pick you're taking, is that without the points? Or is that with the points? Which one? Who are you talking about? Giants. Giants. We, we, don't, we don't do the points. We just, you know, Giants are win the game. That's a hell of a bar. Yeah, that's huge. I bet that. Viking Bob. Cheers. Hey, guys, get anything else before we wrap us up? Because I want to go back to bowling. I did pretty crappy last week. I want to not make a fool of myself this week. Yeah, 147 is not bad. 147? Yeah, but that was three strings. I don't think Drew knows anything about bowling. It's like 100 more. Than, are you talking about bowling? Yeah. That's like 100 more than I think I bowl. Uh, 99, yeah, close to it. <laughs> All right, Drew, we'll put the bumpers up on the uh, alley for you this time. Ah, bowl the hell out of it. I'm good with it. I'm good. So any right. any sneaky toast that we got to throw out there before uh, we, we get out of here? Huh? How about To the Mermaid? Yeah. We're posting this with you. Scott. To, to the, the Mermaid! Scott. Yeah! 
We got one, hopefully, more times here this year. Actually, we, we do our end of the end of the season show too, and then uh, we back do some uh, prognostication for draft, off-season moves, etc., etc., etc. Let's go.